Really though, Doctor, tell me, who are you? Do you know like we were saying about the Earth revolving? It's like when you're a kid, the first time they tell you that the world's turning and you just can't quite believe it because everything looks like it's standing still. I can feel it. The turn of the earth. The ground beneath our feet is spinning at a thousand miles an hour. And the entire planet is hurtling around the sun at 67,000 miles an hour. And I can feel it. We're falling through space, you and me. Clinging to the skin of this tiny little world. And if we let go... That's who I am. Geocache Talk podcast is sponsored by FTF Magazine. FTF Magazine can be found at ftfgeocacher.com and by IB Geocaching Supplies. The best site for geocoins, cache containers, and much more can be found at ibgeocaching.com and by Cashly. Cashly is the foremost geocaching app and can be found at cashly.com. Please make sure and let these fine sponsors know that you appreciate their support of the show. Well, hey, everyone. It's time for Geocache Talk. Whether you're at work, in the car, wherever you are, we hope you enjoy the show. Please give it a like and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play so that you can get all the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. Big thanks to the Travel Bugs for the music and my patrons, Doug Jones, Joshua and Caleb Slinkard, Tom Brotherman, Jeff Arbaugh, Deborah Burris, Joshua Johnson, Nick Hubbard, Andrew Teepkin, Cecilia Perez, Sydney Sawyer, there she is, uh, Valena Mahar, and my new patrons, Jane Jewell, Dana Pugach, Memphis Mafia, Craig Michelle, the Aussie geocacher, and the GeoGearheads. If you'd like to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash talk for more details. Patrons get path tags, or at least last year they did. There's the path tag from last year. Pretty cool. And uh, coins. I'm hoping to do a coin this year for patrons and uh, other geocaching swag during the year, as well as invite special events. And this past Tuesday, we did our second uh, patron uh, game night. And um, Sydney was there. How, Sydney, did you like that? Oh, yeah, it was fun. I uh, I lost terribly though, so <laughs> that's okay. We had a great time. We had seven people in that game, and uh, it was uh, hilarity ensued. But uh, yeah. yeah, we we, had... we didn't stay on topic for a very long time. But, no. you know. <laughs> keeping you guys on track was tough. Like tonight, it's gonna be tough keeping you guys. No, y'all be fine tonight. Uh, anyway, so uh, support levels start at as little as three dollars a month. Well. Um, we're going to start and I'm actually going to jump back and, and do a little um, housekeeping, but let me start by getting all of our guests into the show. So uh, let's just jump right into show number 33 for Sunday, June 22nd. I welcome my friends Shermanator 18. Hello. And Land Monkey to the show. How's it welcome. Going, Thank you, hey. sir. 
so glad to have you guys on tonight to talk about earth caches. Uh, I am going to mention a couple items. Uh, so, yeah, my book came out. Congrats. Thank you, sir. She's got it. There it Ooh, is. Look at that. Let me let me put this. It's even got Gary right on the cover there. I know. There I am. Isn't that is funny? It it's a great photo. No, I need, I, to... I need to get this autographed sometime. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, that's a, a cool photo of me uh, hidden. The original photo is pretty funny looking. I had to kind of blow it up. To, so I'm kind of hidden in the woods uh, mm -hmm. in the and I found that tiny little geocache. See that thing there, Jay? Oh, I thought you were the geocache. Thing. I was. No, I'm holding up a little bison. Life is a too. geocache. It is. Life is. All a you can see is his face and his hand. Yeah. In, that, in this big bush. That was fun. So I had a f uh, friend who took it. And I asked him. He, and I said, "You know, can I use that photo?" And he goes, "Man, you can use any photo I make. I, I take." So I'm like, "All right, yeah, appreciate that, dude." And you two are in it. You both are yes. in the book. So, thank yeah, you so much for honor to be able to contribute. Yes. Thank you all so much. That's great. Um, well. So, um, in fact, um, I will be on Caching in the Northwest February 2nd. Did I get that right, I think? I, that sounds about right. Okay. I, I, I don't know. I'm not the executive producer. I know. I just <laughs> he just shows up on Thursdays. Yeah. And it's, a, it's a Thursday night. So, um, and um, Caching in the Northwest is going to give away uh, one of the books. So, uh, that'll be fun. We'll have a good time on that one. Um, okay, treasure. I'm going to talk briefly about treasure because we need to get into earth caches. But uh, next week uh, for the show, I have on Ansley Gordon, who is the uh, star uh, of the movie, one of the stars. Uh, in fact, she's back behind me in this. Uh, How does your wife feel about that? She's okay with this. <laughs> so there's my movie. Oh, it's just a poster of Ansley. My movie Gordon. poster. No, yeah, it's not actually her. It's not yeah. Ansley Gordon standing behind me. She's no. just sitting back there. She's just yeah. She's just hanging out behind me today. Uh, so um, anyway, we're gonna give away a coin next week. So there's the coin. Ooh, Ooh very cool. Yeah, I have so, one of those too. Yeah, you got one. Uh, yep. People are gonna want to watch that show live then. Get a chance to win that coin. They do, yes. They're gonna want to watch. Well, they're gonna watch watch it because we're gonna have a good time of showing. I've got I've got some of her commercials when she made early on, and so uh, I talked to her about. it. I said, "Can I show these?" She's like, "Yes, you can show the commercials." So um, we did a okay. test. Go I ahead. got one question. Sorry, I got to jump in here. Yeah. I got one question to ask you about Anthony yes. Gordon. Is she actually a geocacher in real life? Um, you will find out. Or does she only play one on TV? Tune in uh, next week. Tune in next Find week. Out. She got to learn about geocaching. Da, 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 da. She does really well. Okay. She's, a, she's a good actor. So uh, she loved, she enjoyed it, um, her time. I love the geocaching. <laughs> you just said she's a really good actor. And she then is. you said she seemed to enjoy it. <laughs> she, she seemed to enjoy geocaching. Uh, anyways, it's a, it's a good movie. I've actually seen it now um i can cool. actually officially i can officially say that um but uh it's really good and anyway in the show notes this week you can pre-order uh the movie i know we're putting the cart before the horse a little bit but um you can buy the blu-ray even though you've never seen it uh but we need people to pre-order it um it really helps this movie is a little bit on a tight budget and so um it would be great if people uh would pre-order uh, the Blu-ray. So I've got a link in the show notes uh, 
to to that. Um, so please, please buy it. Trust me. Just trust me. It's like nineteen ninety nine. Just trust me. Spend the twenty bucks. It's well worth it. It's a really good geocaching movie, and there's not many of those out there. So, I just had a brilliant idea. Tell me, I'm interested. You should should some some geocachers should buy this Blu-ray and then hold an event and then yes. have and geocachers the, come and watch it. Right, like Kajif. Yeah, it'd be great. Perf- it's perfect. I like awesome. it. I think we'll. I think we'll. I think we'll definitely do that down here. We'll make it like a Kajif event. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, and. I was just recently listening to your previous episode where you had the director on. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he did say that if it works out, that him and any of his production or cast members, if they're available, would love to come to events. Now, I don't know if his offer mm-hmm. still holds or if he was drinking while he was on the yeah. show. But... <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure. I actually am going to have on Rebecca Blair, who's another uh, star of the show. Um, but they're available uh, to be on shows. Um, I've gotten Chris. I did a um, I did a link up with Chris and Joshua Johnson, and they're trying to work out uh, a time when Joshua can do some actual live with somebody filming for uh, his uh, vlog. So that's kind of cool. But they're available. Yeah, Chris is uh, Chris is available to have people on. You know, if you guys want to have w- any of them on Caching the Northwest, uh, would be great. Uh, or any vlogs, uh, we can probably work something out too, Sydney. Um, w- Matt Mercurio, who is in the movie, lives at he actually lives up your your way, Sydney. And oh yeah, um, yeah. And both these actors are um, kind of starting to make it in the mm-hmm. in the in the industry. Um, and we'll you know I'll talk about uh, all things Ansley's involved with now. She's on a she's in a show. Um, she's uh, uh, filling bit bit parts, but she's been in uh, uh, Better Things. It's on FX, uh, Louis C.K. show. And she's in another movie that's coming out this year uh, as well. But Matt Mercurio is going to be in a um, Tom Cruise movie this year. So um, uh, we could probably maybe try to get uh, some more publicity for the, for the movie. Th- anyway, I'm now rambling. Uh, also off topic. Put- yeah, we're off topic. I put in the show notes uh, something on topic. Uh, and if you guys uh, would, uh, if you have any, uh, please add them. But uh, I did do a, a vlog on an, uh, on an Earth cache. Susan and I did. So we'll try to add in some more uh, vlogs. I know, uh, Jay, you probably got quite a few Earth caches that you've Hundreds done. Hundreds of videos <laughs> about but Earth caches. If you have a couple you really like, please... Uh, if you can send them to me or whatever, we'll put them in the show notes uh, for people to, to watch. All sure, right. I'll do that. In fact, I've got um, one of my early videos was actually all about how to create an earth cache. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Um, yeah. first, good segue. That's good segue there. So what, what in the world is an earth cache? Number one, and how would I even go about it? That's tonight's topic. So one of, and I'm just here to referee as we were talking about in the pre-show. Uh, I will it's t- get ugly. <laughs> yeah, it's going to go crazy, but uh, I am going to mention a little bit of stuff that I've been involved with uh, and get some, I'm get some feedback from you guys. Cause y'all are veterans at this, but what is an earth cash? Somebody want to take a, take a shot at that. Go ahead, Jay. Sure, I'll I'll start it off, but then uh, so now I want you to really sort of back me up here and fill, okay. in, all blanks, fill in all the blanks because there's going to be a lot. Um, so an earth cache is a type of geocache that is a virtual 
Geocache. There is no physical container, but the whole premise is that it is an earth sciences lesson. So you're going to get a set of coordinates. You're going to go to the coordinates just like you would with the geocache. But instead of searching for a container in which to sign your name, you're going to follow the instructions in the geocache description, the earth cache description to learn a little bit about the area, make some observations while you're in the area, and then submit your answers via email or the, uh, you know, whatever electronic format the uh, earth cache owner is asking for. Mm -hmm to uh, prove that you did actually learn something mm -hmm. and that's how you log in earth cash so that's kind of at the real really high level yeah mm -hmm. i like that i uh where i read somewhere that the treasure you find when you do an earth cash is the learning and mm -hmm. about the earth and things like that so <laughs> it's the learning stuff yeah you learn stuff like you're in school <laughs> What I thought was interesting was that there's um, there's some topics that I did not realize that are not allowed. Now, um, Jay, you're in the process of becoming more of a master, and we'll talk about that process uh, <laughs> as we go tonight. But um, were these ever allowed? And uh, Susan and I were actually talking about some of this. Were plants like uh, grasslands, was that ever allowed or was that always uh, foreboding? So it's a gray area in a sense of, you know, you just said grasslands. Well, if you're talking about the geology that creates a grasslands or any geological features in the grasslands, etc., then yeah, it's perfectly permittable. But if you're talking about the actual grass itself, right, right. then no. But okay. Sydney, you, you had some, uh, you had added earlier some ideas about what's, what, what should be considered in for an earth science lesson and, and mm -hmm. what might be out. Why don't you jump on? Yeah, so um, there's actually a whole support page on the geocaching help center area of their website, and it it lays all this out. So um, it's in the show could, notes too. Yes, if anybody wants to. For Gary's going to put yeah. it in the show notes. Yeah, um, you could do it on any sort of geological materials such as rocks, fossils, sands, or even soil. So if you did want to talk about your grassland and you talked about the special soil that provides nutrients to be able to make this grassland that would probably be acceptable. Um, you could also do minerals like quartz or, you know, if you have some sort of deposit of some sort of mineral in your area and you can get permission to go there, that would be a good one. Um, also other geological processes like erosion and weathering, um, even volcanic activity and glaciers. There's a, a lot of glacial activity near where I live. Right. That's what, carved all of the 11 finger lakes so there's quite a few earth caches here relating to glaciers and how they carved out the lakes and stuff it's a popular one i laugh every time i hear finger lakes because all i all i picture <laughs> in my mind is jim carrey on the office but <laughs> and it's funny they call it the finger lakes but there's 11 of them <laughs> oh so it's like princess bride yeah it's a couple extra fingers it's not a big deal <laughs> right uh karsts i know i've seen that lately uh uh and uh it's been fun just uh, uh i was talking to sydney for a second ago but uh i'm doing another book i'm not gonna talk about it too much tonight but i'm doing a book on 201 geocaches to find before you die it's a little morbid but 
Uh, I'm going off, I'm going through the top 20 earth caches and I won't talk about all how I did that, but um, I've been, I've been fascinated by reading about these earth caches um, around the, I'm doing the, I'm doing uh, two books. I do one international and one sort of North America. So mm-hmm. uh, I've had to focus uh, lately on those, but karsts come up <laughs> and so yeah. erosions and, different weathering and uh, right. the reason I mentioned the grasslands is because I looked around my area and one of the biggest top, uh, geological, well, and just geo, it's, it's, it's uh, botany, I guess uh, is, or biology is the blacklands. We're in a very um, unique blacklands area. So I guess it's a soil. I could maybe do an earth cache on that. You might be able to. You'd have to tie in. I mean, you could sort of talk about those other things, but you would have to tie in one of these other topics okay. somehow. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. And I think exactly what Sydney is saying that um, you can mix in the other topics because they are interesting and they are definitely affected by the geology of the area, but they really can't be the primary lesson. So the primary lesson does have to be something very geologically okay. oriented. Excellent. Mm-hmm. And then um, I can get some more ideas or health information from something called an Earth Cash Academy. So right. What What is an Earth Cash Academy? Well, um, lucky for us, the Geological Society of America has of America. Sorry, Canada. Um, <laughs> but Canadians can still use it because I know Land Monkey has done some of these. Um, it's called the Earth Cash Academy, and they're like. I think four or five little courses with different topics about geology lessons. So they have um, a volcanoes class, a fossils class. Um, I can't think of the other ones. Geologic time. Oh, sweet. That's cool. Which, which is one that I did and made an earth cache for. So yeah. And then they yeah. give you this cute little fake certificate that you can plop on your webpage if you want. Hey, that's cool though. Yeah, it's like a little souvenir. Excellent. We love the souvenirs. You don't have to dust it, as Susan says. Yeah. And I think the uh, the first one, the geological time, is actually free, if I'm not mistaken. Right. That one is free. The other one, I think, are $5 each or something. Five bucks US each. Yeah, which is honestly, That's you know, it's a self-paced online, uh, you know, computer-based training type course. Um, pretty similar to most... A lot of companies uh, for their internal training use very similar methodologies. So it's pretty easy to walk through. Um, there's you know, lots of, uh, I, don't, I can't remember if there's any actual video that you go through, but it's uh, definitely a lot of photos and, um, and lessons you can read. You can also, uh, once you've paid for the course, you can download the PDF of it for your own personal use. Oh, cool. and, you know, so take it on the bus with you or whatever and, mm-hmm. and read through it. And, then you just answer for each chapter. There's a little bit of uh, uh, a little quiz at the end of each chapter. And then I think there's a wrap up quiz at the end. And as Sydney was implying or stating um, <laughs> to get your extra credit for each course, they actually encourage you to develop an earth cache on that theme, mm-hmm. and uh, which is really cool. So it's a really great system. It is uh, it is created by the Geological Society of America, but it is open to everybody in the world to participate. And the lessons are not North America specific; they are actually um, global in, mm-hmm. in their application. So 
I found it an absolutely amazing course. Uh, Gary from the GSA had uh, showed it to me uh, when he was on Caching the Northwest a year or two ago. Right. Um, I got onto it and really just enjoyed it. Uh, it's really well put together and a lot of, a lot of fun if you love learning in geology. Mm -hmm. And it also helps with finding earth caches, I found, because once you kind of get in that frame of mind, you kind of have a little background about geology. It, might help you answer those questions a little easier well cool. yeah for sure um so one of the things that a friend of mine mentioned and i i kind of see i, I kind of see why but i want to get you guys uh take on it is that he tried to do uh we don't have a lot of earth caches around us um so we're trying to come up with ways to try to add some more he mm -hmm. lives about an hour east of me in uh, mount pleasant texas and he mentioned that he put one in but it did not get approved because they said something about the fact that there was so many of that type so um i don't know what you guys think should he try to lobby them a little bit more to the fact that there may be a lot of that type but there's not a lot of them around here is there what is what is some of that process that we would go through uh, with a reviewer? I mean, I don't want to be belligerent about it with them, but I mean, is there, mm -hmm. is there a way to kind of do a healthy discussion about, well, I understand that we can't do another hot spring, but if there's nothing, if there's no geocache, no earth caches around us. Do you feel like that they would be more inclined to add one if there isn't like a whole lot of them in our area? What do y'all think? I think they, um, well, here's my opinion on this, I guess. I, I think maybe if you can work in something a little different and just change it up a little bit, maybe, you know, bring in a little bit of one of these other topics, mm -hmm. even just a little bit that changes it up a little bit. And, you know, that that might help get it pushed along because you're not focusing solely on one thing. You're kind of incorporating right. other things as well. So maybe yeah. uh, maybe a little more research can be done. Uh, and maybe be able to maybe uh, develop it a little further. Yeah, just yeah. make it a little bit different somehow than all the others. Okay. I think exactly, exactly. So I mean, for as a as an example, I have an Earth Cache that I created. Um, it's a Myra Falls Earth Cache uh, on Vancouver Island up here, and it is at a waterfall. But right. they're pretty much not allowing any waterfall Earth Caches anymore because there's a gazillion of them, and they all are teaching the same lesson. Sure. So what i did is i actually talked about how the minerals that are mined nearby came to be accessible to the miners due to the seismological activity of the area which coincidentally also created the waterfalls ah. that we're standing at so yeah. like sydney says you know do a little bit more research um you know the advice for your friend do a little more, bit more research and think about a different angle of using the same area but maybe teach something a little different very cool um so let's talk uh, a minute about that one, uh, Jay. Um, Myra Falls. So how how was uh, how was the process? And we're gonna get Sydney's uh, on. We're gonna talk about her Earth caches as well. But on that one, um, how has how was it? Was that your first one or was that your second? Because uh, you also did Blackie Spit Earth Cache. Yeah. So each of my Earth caches so far that I've done, um, and I, I've published six. Um, they've all been different. Um, they've all focused on something a little different. And um, 
Myra Falls Earth Cache was my second. It's GC4T1JM. Okay. Yep. Uh, it's near Campbell River, British Columbia. And it focuses on, like I was saying, on seismology and mineral deposits, even though it's at a waterfall. Um, no, I forgot what your question was. Gary. Well, just, uh, it's okay. Uh, what? Uh, you got so excited there. Yeah, really. Yeah. Yes, Earthcast. The, the, yeah, like, oh, Earthcast squirrel. The, um, not necessarily getting to all the, because we're going to talk more about the mechanics of it, but it's just far as that particular one, uh, how did you feel the process went uh, and how has the reaction been uh, by people that are finding it or, you know, what have you, what is your take on or what's your opinion of how, now that one's, how long has that one been out there and um, how has it been received? Okay. So yeah, it's been out there for a few years and okay. it's not an area that a lot of people go to, at least not a lot of geocachers. Mm -hmm. So there aren't a ton of, um, of finds on it. And plus the other thing to keep in mind, there's a lot of geocachers who just won't even do earth caches. They look at it and I go, eh, it's don't too hard. understand that, but go ahead. Okay. Yeah. I, I really don't understand. That's a different show topic. That's a whole, yeah, that's a, that's <laughs> you go, earth cache show number two. We'll do something. So, so yeah, you could put an earth cache in a really popular area and you'll get way fewer finds on it than you'll get on any other type of cache in the same area, perhaps. So, so kind you of, have to kind of expect that. that. I mean, don't feel, yeah, don't feel bad. Okay. <laughs> exactly. You always have mm -hmm. to consider that. Right. But um, the feedback I get on is usually pretty positive and for a few reasons. And, and Sydney's probably going to go into some of this stuff a little later, but there is a few things that I did with it to, to make sure that it was going to get done. Um, I didn't put a lot of questions. Um, I made them fairly easy to answer. Okay, um, good. And on top of all of that, it's an absolutely beautiful place. So the favorite points that I get are because it's an amazingly beautiful place. So people give the favorite, like for a lot of other geocaches, people give mm -hmm. a favorite point because, mm -hmm. man, am I glad I came here kind of thing. Right. Um, the process, like I said, I knew going in, in developing this one, that if I just did... Oh, it's a waterfall. How are waterfalls created? Well, you know, how does water carve this? Blah, 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 blah. Right. Then it's it's not going to get approved. I knew that right off the start. So uh, as it happens, I have a very good friend who actually worked at the mine nearby there. So I started by emailing him and saying, hey, what can you teach me about the mine mm -hmm. that you worked at? And, and how did those minerals get to be there? So again, you know, just trying to find a different way to bring geology into um, you know, some sort of geological lesson into there. And so, of course, you know, he explained everything to me and I was like, okay, there's no way I can post this because no one's going to read through. <laughs> so we, <laughs> we, we worked it back and forth together a bit and came up with um, sort of a summarized explanation and a few links to, you know, mm -hmm. uh, web pages that explain some of the stuff. But, you know, sort of boiled it down, taught a few things. And honestly, I expect when most people look at mine or anybody else's earth cache, three quarters of the information they're not going to retain, but that's all right. Um, my goal for putting the earth cache there was to hopefully teach people a little bit mm -hmm. um, so they can appreciate what they're seeing, but mostly just to get them to the area to see it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, I like, I read through that one. I'd love to go, love to go see it uh, for sure. It's a heck of a uh, drive from your place, buddy. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. And it's not going to be a quick uh, parking grab from, from, where no. I live, but... <laughs> from Texas. Yeah. But if I get up that area, uh, you know, that's just a beautiful, Susan and I have been up that area, uh, at least in Seattle area. 
and uh, we just okay. love the area. So it's uh, got to be rife with earth caches and up in your neck of the woods. So. And over yeah, all of all, Land Monkey's earth caches. Yes, all of his. You know, but uh, <laughs> um, so. Uh, yeah, so I'm in New York State, like Sydney, and I have found something what I actually think is pretty cool. It fits fits the process or fits the some of the criteria. So, mm-hmm. um, how what do I do to to get this thing? You know, because I've uh, you know I've done you know I've got over a hundred, or I've created I guess a hundred. I have probably less than that nowadays, I, but I have almost a hundred active geocaches. So how is it that I go about this process of, of doing an earth cache? Right. So it's a little different because obviously you have to have the special topic, but once you kind of have an, a general idea of a topic that you want, um, I personally like to just look on geocaching.com and see if I can find any other earth caches that have a similar or same topic, no matter where in the world they are. I just like to read through those and see, you know, what their write-up is and what kind of questions they're asking. And it, it usually helps me get ideas for what, what I might ask or mm-hmm. maybe I can ask something similar or change it up a little and, you know, other things that I might like to include, you know, in my write-up on the cash page. Very cool. Um, and then the process is a little bit different because... Um, Geocaching, the geocaching reviewers, like my 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 local reviewer, would not be the one reviewing my earth cache. Okay. That's correct. It's a special earth cache reviewer. I cool. think there's a handful for the U.S. anyways, and they have like different areas of the country. So the one that's for New York has like four or five different states that they cover. Okay. And so they're, I think they're easy to track down though because they all use a similar. Um, uh, geocaching handle. It's geo aware, and then it'll have something else tagged on to the end. Oh, okay. Have uh, either one of you been able to meet this person at an event, or is it just been like normal? <laughs> have you really met? Okay, cool. Yeah, I've she, met a few of the geo, buy, or the Earth Cache reviewers. Should you buy them some Tim bits or uh, some other Tim Horton donuts to try to coax them along in your uh, <laughs> getting so, it? <laughs> anybody who comes up geocaching uh, and makes the effort to come up here and, and visit us land monkeys, they get Timbits. That's that's just part <laughs> of it. Awesome. Tim, I want some Timbits. Just well, fired up. <laughs> come on up and visit. For, the, for, it, those, for those that don't know, those are uh, little little donuts, right? Little Tim Tim Horton. Like munchkins at Dunkin' yeah. Donuts. Right. right. Except better. I So <laughs> I didn't know this, but those are actually the whole from the regular donuts. I didn't know that for the longest time. <laughs> I just found this out and I was like blown away. <laughs> well, when you make a donut and you leave the hole, you got to take something out of the hole. So you might as well eat the hole, which you're not really yeah, eating the hole. I, I just, I didn't even think about it. I had no idea. You could recycle it. But then again, they're just sitting there. You might as well throw them in the fryer and make you some Timbits. Yeah. All right, we're off topic again. All right, so talk about donuts. <laughs> Daryl would and love it. My second favorite thing besides earth caches. <laughs> I feel like I'm on <laughs> caching in the Northwest tonight. All right. Uh, no, you guys do good. You guys stay on topic <laughs> part of the time. That's funny. <laughs> um, so now with with that process, and you 
you, you, you submit it and then um, they're going to, they're going to come back in, or is there, is there a lot of back and forth? Um, there can be. Okay. My, my very first one, there was a lot of back and forth because I didn't really know what to do. Mm -hmm. um, so sometimes there might be some of that. You have to, and we might be jumping ahead a little bit, but okay. uh, you have we'll, to include we'll the, the answers to your questions. You have to give those to the reviewer when you mm -hmm. submit it. And you also have to submit them proof that you have permission to put your earth cache there. Mm. So they might want like a copy of the email or something like that, that you got that says you do have permission okay. for your earth cache. Yeah, that's that's actually probably going to be the one of the trickiest parts about creating and submitting an earth cache is getting the permission from the, the landowners. Um, advice I would provide for the listeners is if you're having trouble figuring out how to get that permission, because as Sydney says, they are the earth cache reviewers are going to be way more persistent about requiring that proof of permission than your regular reviewers are. It's just part of the way that they have things arranged. So you've got to know that. Mm -hmm. Contact your local geocaching association. Uh, up here for us in the Northwest, it's uh, the British Columbia Geocaching Association or the Washington State Geocaching Association up here. But most areas are going to have some sort of geocaching association that's going to have an email or a Twitter handle or you know a Facebook page or something. So you can contact them and they will generally be able to point you in the right direction to connect you with the landowners so that you can try and get the permission. Okay. Mm -hmm. And now you do something, I think, I wouldn't say necessarily unique, but I think it's a good idea, uh, Jay, you do, uh, you create a, your own little doc that you keep for each uh, EarthCache idea. I do. Um, so part of my personality type is that I have lots and lots of great ideas on lots and lots of different topics and in a personal organizational method um, is once, once the idea has germinated to the point of, Hey, you know what, this is, and we can talk about, you know, things that sort mm -hmm. of trigger for me of who I can make an earth cashier. Right. We'll talk about that later, but <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> shiny. Ooh, shiny. Um, <laughs> what I do is I'll actually, I use Google docs or yeah. That's what it's called, Google Docs. Yeah, Google Docs. Yeah. Um, and I'll create a, a unique Google Doc for each Earth Cache idea that started to germinate a little bit more, and then add notes as I go. And I'll use different research things. And that way, I don't have to just sit down at one point in time and work through an entire Earth Cache because that's just a lot of work. So that way, you can keep one or multiple Earth Caches in development for a while. And sometimes you need to because you're waiting on that landowner permission. So, right. Um, yeah, very cool. Now, um, now Sydney, you do, um, let's talk for a minute about, um, and Jay jump in here too, but the, cause I've, we've, we've done, Susan, and I've done some and, um, some of them have been, I think they're all fairly well done. So I'm, I'm really kind of being real picky, I guess, in my, my question here, but, um, the, the, the process of, of uh claiming a find on them i think is from what i understand is it's changed the process has changed a little bit used to be you had to show a picture and now you're not, not required to do pictures uh anymore is that right i think some people used to put in there that they require you to take a picture 
Um, I don't think it was, you know, for every single earth cache you had to, it was up to the cache owner, but that's not allowed anymore. They can't require you to take a photo and post it, but I always encourage people. I say that is optional. Sure. Now on yours, um, the, how many, uh, where do you feel like the questions like, uh, let's, let's pick one of them. Uh, well, let's, uh, here, I'll pick one. Geological history of Seneca Lake. You like, I'm telling I'm just. Mm-hmm. Bounce on the place. That one is GC five TZ zero zero. That worked out. Got some zeros. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a cool number. Cool I like number. that one. Um, was that your first one? That was my first one. Um, so it was kind of hard for me to, you know, figure out what I was really doing. I actually kind of mimicked this one off of another one that's similar, right. but for mm-hmm. a different lake. That's like right. the next lake over. <laughs> that's okay. So I was like, oh, maybe I could just do this for a different lake. But um, so that one brings you to uh, the state park at the north uh, top of the one of the Finger Lakes here, and you have to. It's talking about the different how the lake was carved by glaciers. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of have to, and there's actually like a sign there with a bunch of information and stuff. So the lake is actually like 1400 feet deep or something and it's mm-hmm. deepest part. So I kind of talk about how the glaciers were advancing and retreating and mm-hmm. how when they melted, they filled in the lake here. Pretty so good. you have basically four, four questions, but some of them are sort of a two part. Right. So I kind of ask people just to, you know, just sort of recap, okay, how mm-hmm. does, um, you know, explain how the lake was formed. Basically, they can just get this from the cache page if they read it. Um, and then just some other questions that they can find the answers in the cache page. But do there's you, also, mm-hmm. go do ahead, you, Gary, sorry. I was going to say, I'm, I'm sorry, I jump in here. Do you, do you, are you required to try to come up with a question so that there's no armchair Geocaching, is that required or is that something that um, we just try to do because we want people to actually go there and not just It's search? actually encouraged by the Earth Cache reviewers for you to right. have some sort of question in there okay. that will try and prevent arm chairing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that said, sometimes, you know, it all depends. If, if you're really creative and there happens to be really good uh, Google Street View of the area that right. your Earth Cache is at, maybe somebody can figure it out. But at the end of the day, it's again, it's just like everything else with geocaching. Yeah. The reality is you can submit some answers and claim a fine. Um, you can claim a fine to not even submit your answers. And depending on how active the or the uh, CO is, mm-hmm. you may get away with it. Mm-hmm. But you're kind of defeating the whole purpose of what an earth cache is. So right. yes, you can cheat. Uh no one there's you know, there are no geocaching police because I still don't have my badge. Um, right. For, of how often I've been protesting about that, but I need, uh, to, get, I need to make one up and send you one because yeah, you thank a, you. You need, you need uh, a badge, Lamar. <laughs> but the the point being that you're only cheating yourself, right? Like, yep. why rob yourself of the experience of actually going there and experiencing what somebody else, you know? So Sydney went to Seneca Lake and probably more than once, um, experienced it, saw the the interpretive signs, learned something. I thought, you know, this is really cool. I want other people to learn this. Built what I think is a great earth cache. Sydney, thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. It's lovely. Yours are wonderful as well. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, but, you know, if you if you try and, and log it without going there, without actually experiencing it, you're really just robbing yourself yeah. of the experience. 
So a um, couple of the questions, I guess, that uh, that Susan and I tend to shrug our shoulders at or kind of look at each other is the uh, trying to estimate how many feet something is. I understand. I understand that. The, I understand the need for it. I do. But it's so tough so, because I cannot I am not good at that. I am I awful at that. <laughs> I try awful. my best. We were in uh, Rocky Mountain National Park, which I'm wearing the the hoodie for tonight. Uh, we're doing fashion tonight on the uh, the show. Uh, but I asked one of the park people. There you go. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Let me let me get you. Let me get you. Which one are we wearing? Hardcore Earthcasher. Yes. Oh my goodness, that's an awesome shirt. That's awesome. I was just those. thinking that I need some sort of earth caching <laughs> shirt. Do. I don't have one. That's why I got my Rocky Mountain one on, just because we had a we did a lot of earth caching. Yeah, Jay, uh-huh. Jay will be selling those on his website. Go to, <laughs> to landmonkey.ca. Landmonkey.blogspot.ca. Uh, <laughs> there you go. That's right. Thanks, Sydney. I messed. You're welcome. Um, but I I asked one of the park rangers when we were we were there, you know, some information, and unfortunately. Very nice, but they didn't know anything about what I was staring at. So, but we did our best, and I think that was kind of what you guys are saying is that we were we were legitimately learning because we we like to learn uh, about these different areas that we go to, and really do you know try to try to dig in um, and do our best. We had one that we did in Oklahoma, and they were asking about whether it's a crag or a, a cliff and. Yes, you know, and they de- they defined them, which was kind of nice. I think the the earth catch was well written, and Susan and I were like, "Let's take a shot at it." I think it's a crag. It sounds, you know, so <laughs> uh, so far we've never been denied. Uh, uh-huh. but, but we we were there, and I think that's important. Is that um, the the fact that like you like you said, you 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 want people to learn uh, some of these things, and we're we're much into uh, the education. Uh, of these so hats mm-hmm. off to hats off to y'all to, to that point gary mm-hmm. um in my experience i've done a lot of earth caches and i would say 99 percent of the time people will they they may get back to you and say oh actually the answer i was looking for is xyz not zyx or you know right. whatever mm-hmm. um you know they'll they'll correct you with what you know, so, you know, you said, Craig, oh, actually it's a cliff and this is why some, some people may mm-hmm. actually get back to you with that, right. which is great, but 99% of the time, they're not going to delete your log because you had the wrong answer. But right. that's, there is a 1% out there, but usually what you'll find is that the difficulty rating on the earth cache will be really high. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing an earth cache and the difficulty rating is really high, not the terrain rating, but the difficulty rating, right? the odds are they're going to be sticklers on the answers. So mm-hmm. that's maybe just a little bit of a makes sense, a heads up. which I would appreciate if it's going to be a D five, uh, uh, then I need to do the work to do that. If, and if it's T five, then uh, um, you're going to do some work too, but I'm going to do some of- work, but I think it's important though. If you do a T five earth cache uh, as a, as a cash owner of it, I would I do appreciate or would appreciate that I need to prove that I did the T five, if that makes sense. So okay, yep. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So um, for the different ones that you uh, y'all have done so far, um, do you try to do like like uh, as a good CEO? Uh, what I try to do, and Susan and I really appreciate, is getting people the information about. You know, where do you go? You know, is there a fee, which is okay? I mean, because I assume that 
you know, if you've gotten permission from wherever it's going to be, if it's in a park, um, do you try to provide some of that information about, um, you know, where's the best place to, to start this trek to the earth cache if it's not in the parking lot mm-hmm. and so forth. Okay. Yeah. Like mine, for instance, two of mine are at state parks and uh, state parks in New York have a, a fee to get in uh, most times of the year anyways. Um, so I, I include that information. Um, I also like to include where you can park my one that's a, about balancing rocks. It's actually, you have to hike up a mountain so I, I put the, the parking area at the bottom and then my earth cache is at the top. And there's also, I put a waypoint for, there's this cool fire tower up there that you can climb and look all around. So I put that oh, good idea. on there too. Nice. Okay, good. Um, speaking of where you placed the earth cache uh, <laughs> because of whatever reason you put it where it is. So... What are some what are some things that people need to know if they're going to do a submission uh, for an Earth cache? What are some things they need to know about actually placing it on the map, and what what is it that they need to know? Mm-hmm. So um, the first thing that I thought was that they Earth caches don't have that point one mile uh, proximity rule, right? So they can be within that range of other physical caches or other Earth caches, even. Um, so. If there is a geocache near where you want to put an earth cache, that's that's not a problem. You can do that. And and for listeners outside of the uh, United States, that's 167 meters. Is it 167 or 161? That was 161, Jay. Uh, it's one. It's 161, but I always go with 167 because just to be safe. Yeah, that's good. Okay, we caught you a little bit on that one. All right, (laughs) 520 (laughs) feet. But you're right. I, I we we. We, we think you have a great idea there. You <laughs> great st- idea. You stick with it, Land Monkey. I like it. All right. Um, well, hey, keeping on with what Sydney yeah, was saying, going, some of the yeah. other things uh, that I would say when you're looking at where you can place an earth cache mm-hmm. is, is to be creative. And, you know, as I like to say, I like to say, think outside the box. Um, there's a very cool multi-stage earth cache that I've logged in Portland, Oregon. It's GC3 Echo 2 HB. It, um, it focuses on the different local rocks that were used to build several of the buildings. So what they actually do is each waypoint of this earth cache takes you to a different building in downtown Portland, Oregon. Oh, neat. And they get you to actually, you know, touch and examine the rock on, on the outside of the building. And it's fascinating. It's really a really unique idea and really well done. So I thought that was absolutely brilliant. A um, couple things from the show notes or from the chat room. Uh, for you guys and then we'll jump back in um barry with the caching dead uh he asks it sounds like a very long process do you feel like it's a long process to get one uh approved it can be okay um the more prepared you are the shorter the process right exactly (laughs) the thing that has held me up the most was getting permission (laughs) like i've had my earth cache all written out all the Mm -hmm. questions ready it all typed out and but i'm just waiting for the person to get back to me and then finally i could submit so i feel like a lot of times that can be the biggest hurdle is you know getting someone to say okay you can put this here even though you're not actually putting anything there (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I will pretty much guarantee the the most difficult part of creating an earth cache is generally going to be getting the, the permission from the landowners. Okay. And, and it's weird because 
uh, you know, the one that I created at uh, the University of British Columbia is uh, the outside of a building and it's the, it's, there's zero restrictions on access. It's a, you walk along a sidewalk. It's the, the campus is open 24 seven. There, there's no restrictions on it. So when I started following up with the facilities group, with the security group at the university to try and get somebody to say, yes, this can be an earth cache. Nobody wanted to, again, probably some government bureaucracy involved as well, but nobody <laughs> wanted to be the one person who said, yes, this is okay. Even though everybody was saying, well, it's okay, but I'm not putting it in writing. Like, right. Mm -hmm. it's like, guys. Somebody make a decision right now. <laughs> Dang it. So to, to Sydney's point, yeah, that okay. is probably going to be the part that's going to take you the longest. But again, like I said, it, it is, it can be a lengthy process, you know, don't think of it. It's, it is nothing like putting out a traditional geocache. You need to work at it. And the more prepared you are, the more you think it through before you go ahead and hit the publish button, the quicker it's going to be. So, um, as far as, uh, another item to think about as far as proximity and you guys mentioned in the show notes about, for example, if you're in, um, Yellowstone, uh, you probably aren't going to be able to submit an earth cache today for a geyser right? because there's probably plenty of geyser earth caches in that area. Even if you, even, mm. even though you don't have to worry about the proximity, you do kind of have to, and somebody mentioned earlier is, uh, about, um, the fact that, you know, we, we don't need to repeat all these, but, um, so, uh, of course I'm thinking local, but that's, that's not necessarily what has to, because, I guess I still have that mindset of, well, I've got to be able to manage this. And I don't really, I mean, the EarthCast doesn't, well, it needs managing, but not local management. So should I, or can I look, can I look somewhere else in the world to create an EarthCast? Yes. If you've been there recently. Okay. And say you go on vacation to say somewhere like Cuba, mm -hmm. and you find somewhere interesting to put an Earth cache, you could mm. do that. Wow, there's an right? Earth cache in Cuba. Play monkey. Yeah, that's right. There's actually several Earth caches in Cuba, and and given the recent change in your national mm -hmm. regime, I I don't know how that's going to affect <laughs> the possibility that Americans were eventually going to be able to travel to Cuba. Um, Is there but... one? GC5NDGX, is that actually a, an earth cache? Yeah, so that's one that I created. Cool. Um, uh, but we actually hit one of our milestones when we were in Cuba. We, we had one of our you know thousand milestones at uh, an earth cache in Cuba. Cool. And it was, uh, I think that one was, I don't remember which caves those were, but it was, again, you know, back to your um, earlier point about karsts and cenotes and things like that. Yes. Um, they make great earth caches and they get lots of favor points because they're beautiful mm -hmm. and that's why people love them. But, uh, yeah, so I created one in Cuba when we were there, we visited a place. Um, most of the places we visited had earth caches in Cuba, oh, neat, um, neat. or, or the places that had some sort of geological significance. But when we went to this particular one, which is a very popular tourist destination, there wasn't an earth cache there. I was like, are you serious? There's not an earth cache here. Well, there's going to be one I get back. Is it this one? That's the one, man. Yes. Wow. I, I, I tweeted out this week. And for those in the, uh, they're watching live and, but in those in audio, what I'm showing is the picture of 
this earth cache in Cuba, which is fascinating. I, I grabbed that one uh, after you mentioned Cuba this week on Twitter, and uh, just a, uh, I mean, amazing where where earth caches and geocaching can take you. So go ahead, mm-hmm. continue. Well, the cool thing is that you swim in that water. That's so awesome. It, it's beautiful and it's really neat. And the part of the earth cache, the way I've done it is that you can do it either by swimming in the water or not swimming in the water, but you have to walk down into the cave, which is what people do. Mm-hmm. Um, you just have to, you know, for that one, you have to pay an admission to get in there. So you have to make that clear, like Sydney was saying uh, earlier in, in the, uh, in the earth cache description. Right. But yeah. So definitely if you're going somewhere and there's going to be something interesting, one of the things we like to do when we're out for a hike or a drive, even locally, or if we're going on a hashtag geocache road trip, um, <laughs> thank you. I <laughs> tend to be attentive uh, to anything that I think is interesting or unusual geological feature. Um, I'll just quickly take a set of coordinates. I'll look around for any interpretive signs, take some photos. And then when I get home, I'll just sort of add it to a new Google Doc and see, you know, is this something I can turn right. into an Earth? Mm-hmm. So, um, again, you didn't have any, when you submitted it, they weren't like, well, you don't live here. So obviously that's not, was not an issue. Did they, they basically went through the same process, uh, as far as making sure that you had good questions for people to answer so forth and so on. Okay, great. That's awesome. Um, yep. so, um, Uh, let's talk, I guess, about um, this. Uh, you know, let's jump down to the because we mentioned earlier about the Earth Cache Masters. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk a little bit, if you guys would, about um, what an, what is an Earth Cache Master? Sydney, Sydney's an Earth Cache Master, and so is Lion Monkey. Um, oh, good. <laughs> It's it's just the two of us, really. Um, it really is. So that's <laughs> why the, the the rest of us would like to be a member of the sure. Club, I guess we'll let club. a few other people in. Okay, good. Well, what do I need to do? Bring the handshake, though. <laughs> do I need to become a? Do I need and you to have to a... bring Timbits to the <laughs> club <laughs> meetings. I don't see that in the. Maybe I didn't look close enough. You're not reading. Carefully. It's in the fine print. <laughs> okay, good. So um, yeah, no, but right. it is it is a legit. Um, Thing, uh, that's from the Geological <laughs> Society of America, the GSA, because uh, they're they're basically they're the Earth Cache guys. They're they're right. the ones that make or this gals. or gals or gals. <laughs> <laughs> they're mm-hmm. the Earth, Earth Cache folks, y'all. There you y'all. go. And, there you go. <laughs> that's better. <laughs> and yeah, so basically, there's kind of two different um, programs that they have. There's one for uh, finding and developing Earth Caches, which is the Earth Cache Masters program. Okay, and then there's another one. Um, that they have just purely for uh, your quantity of earth caches you have uh, experienced and logged. But Sydney, you want to talk a little bit more about the the earth cache? Sure. Um, There's four different levels. There's bronze, silver, gold, and platinum. And so um, obviously you start with bronze, um, but then you go up from there. But um, the bronze one is they want you to visit and log as found three or more earth caches in at least two different states, provinces, or countries. So for oh, me, I'm, that would be like New York and Pennsylvania. I've done some. that. So I could become a bronze level then, right? You could. Yep. I, I found them in Colorado and Texas and I found them. There you go. Oh, awesome. So Su- Susan, we are now, now, we're now in the club. Go ahead. Yep. <laughs> um, and then silver is logs 
six or more earth caches in three or more states and have developed at least one okay cool. that you that you've created yourself mm-hmm. and then it goes up from there like gold is you know 12 earth caches in four states and developed two and platinum which is what i just recently was working on was uh develop three earth caches with finds of 20 or more in five states mm-hmm. so that's the toughest one and it, it was the developing for me that was the hardest part, not the finding. Yeah, it, it really is. I mean, that's, but that's the point. That's why it's platinum is that it's not, you know, you have to work at it and you have to, mm-hmm. have to put, you have to put something in to get that title. Mm-hmm. But sorry, Sydney, you're saying you've achieved your platinum status? Yep. With, well, I had, I think I've gotten at least six or seven different states now because I just went on this really long load yes. trip to Colorado. Right. Um, but so I was working on this most recent Earth Cache and had been going back and forth about it for a while and finally got it published a couple months ago. So I finally got up to three. And now I think I'm just going to relax for a while and <laughs> take a break <laughs> from the Earth Cache developing, I think, for a little bit. Well, congrats. That's an achievement for sure. Yeah, it was exciting. So let's, uh, with the time we have left, um, let's take a minute. I'm going to do a screen share. Uh, I'll put you guys on the spot here. Um, let's, let, I want to I show everybody uh, that are in the show uh, on the YouTube portion of it, and we'll talk through it. But let's talk about... Um, so, Land Monkey, which one do which one of these do you want? Would you like to to bring up and use as an example to just kind of talk about? Uh, um, I'll talk about the Wall of Earth Cache Fame one. Okay, cool. Uh, Let me bring that one up then. Sure. You guys uh, seen it? Okay. Let me. Diff- hang oh, on. I need, yeah, that's I, I perfect. Need to, I need to fix something real quick. Okay, now we're seeing it. Sorry. Okay. That's great. Uh, yes, forty-two favorite points. Excellent. Okay, tell us about this Wall of Earth Cache Fame. I will. Before I jump into that, though, one mm-hmm. thing I, one thing I do want to mention is just one of my other ones called Island Time was actually developed out of the um, the uh, the the online program that we talked about, the Earth oh, Cache Academy. Excellent. So you know mm-hmm. how Sydney was saying that uh, one of the things that they get you to do is create an Earth Cache as sort of the your bonus marks uh, mm-hmm. uh, for your uh, for the completion of your class. And I, Sydney, I think you did one for that as well, didn't you? Right. Yeah. Um... So that was the geological time class. And I I actually used yours as a little bit to help me make mine. So thanks for that. Awesome. Hey, no problem. I'm always here to help out. Um, but yeah, so th- this one um, that you brought up here mm-hmm. is kind of a neat place. So, you know, I talked about that one in Portland. And right. I thought that was really cool. And I was walking around the campus. I used to work at the University of BC. Mm-hmm. And so I was walking around the campus and... Uh, they had just recently finished this new building. You're showing a photo of it there. Right. The Geological Sciences Building. Well, you know, wow, right. that might have something yeah. to do with their caching. And I just, <laughs> I love geology, obviously. It's just uh-huh. something I'm fascinated with. Um, well, so it, I was It is a fascinating there. outside to it. Go ahead. It, yeah, it is. And so each of these tiles that you're seeing here, these, these colored tiles, those are all uh, four samples of some sort of rock from somewhere in the world. Oh, cool. And That's awesome. So three corners of this or three sides of this building are actually coded in those those things. And there's little interpretive plaques below them. As you can sort of see like mm-hmm. a little gray or silver. Right. I can see, yeah. Yeah, there you go English. underneath. And even cooler, on each of those little plaques, there's you know, it says what the sample is and gives right. a little information. But it also has a QR code. And oh, if you scan yeah, the QR code, I see that. 
-hmm. it actually brings up a web page that gives you even more information about them. So this is, I, I looked at this, and I thought this is so well done. This would be easy to turn this into an earth cache, but you know, you also have to follow the, the due diligence. And like we said, my hardest part was actually getting the permission. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, people love this one because it's just so unique. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, you're showing some of the different samples. Mm -hmm. So it was a lot of fun to create. It gets, it gets a, you know, a decent amount of favorite points. Yeah. Uh, but it's just a, it's a really amazing way to interact with geology. So we you know when I saw this, I thought this has mm -hmm. got to be an earth cache. People oh, need to excellent. come here and see this. Yeah, that is, that is awesome. So that's, that is something that I think uh, for me and maybe for others that are listening may uh, kind of broaden our thinking as far as, because when I think of an earth cache, I'm thinking I got to take you to the side of some hill somewhere and I've got to, mm -hmm. I got to be able to, and it's got to have a sign. Uh, although this one was cool cause it had signs built into it. But um, these are the kind of things that um, we all need to kind of think about that are potential uh, for earth cache. This is awesome. Thanks. Yeah. That's uh, really creative idea. I, um, I don't know why, but you need to delete this, this one here. <laughs> Me Memphis mafia has a photo of the gum wall. That's yeah. not the right photo. That's, that's in the thing. So is the gum wall considered geological? No, I guess not. Okay. No. No. It's considered disgusting. <laughs> yeah. I, I mentioned that because Jay hates the gum wall. I'm sorry. Jay, <laughs> I brought do. That up. But hey, uh, when the Memphis Mafia did come into Vancouver and, mm -hmm. and they did actually do the earth cache and sent me the answers, um, we actually had coffee with them in the morning. So that was kind of cool. That's neat. That's very cool. All right. Excellent. Sydney, uh, what's one that you'd like to, uh, um, let me see. Uh, you could do my, my balancing rock one. That one's my okay. favorite, I think. Bald it's mountain balancing rock. Right. Excellent. Okay. And this is fairly new. It's nine, nine, seven of 2015. So it's not been out there too long. Right. So looks we, that like one's up in the a, Adirondacks. Looks like it's a little bit of a hike. You got a four right. terrain on it. Okay. So this is the one that's. You have to hike up this mountain. Um, it's up in the, the Adirondacks, which is this really mm -hmm. huge park area up here. Lots of mountains and all that kind of stuff. Cool. Um, yeah. But we went on this trip, camping trip up to the Adirondacks, and um, we did this hike up this mountain. And there's um, a, a regular geocache nearby mm -hmm. that um, talks about this balancing rock. I was like, well, that's kind of cool. And uh, so it's this huge rock that's just kind of, hanging out on the side of this mountain. <laughs> it <laughs> and is. And I was like, huh, I wonder if I could turn that into an earth cache. So when I was up there, I took some cords and I, you know, wrote mm -hmm. down some stuff and took some pictures and uh, it, 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 it actually worked out really well. It didn't take much effort at all. It got approved right away. So that was Neat. a good one. I, there's, a, yeah, there's a picture of it and it, wow, what a view. That's a great yeah. view from up there. It's really fantastic because especially like in the all. fall when you get the leaves changing. Yes. And um, <clears throat> yeah, that one was that one's one of my favorites. Uh, there's was, actually, mm -hmm. if you go to Colorado yeah. and you go to Garden of the Gods, there's another balancing rock, Earth Cache, and that rock is absolutely gigantic. It mm -hmm. is like this. This rock on mine is like a pebble compared to the rock in Garden of the Gods. Now, is there an Earth Cache uh, at Garden of the Gods? There is, and I went there while we were there. It was right. great. Cool. It's 
Yeah, like I have a picture and, you know, mm-hmm. I look like a little stick person standing <laughs> next, to, next this to this. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, was that one of the days that you, is that one of the days you tried to, uh, uh, a certain number of, uh, cash types was that? No, that wasn't the day. Okay. That was a few days before. You know, it's something that I think, um, people, people, uh, maybe, and this is something I, I, I do appreciate, uh, is that, um, showing, um, or, uh, providing, uh, uh, geocaching.com provides uh, Earth Cache Day uh, every mm-hmm. year, and so I, re- I really uh, appreciate the fact that they do that because I think that um, uh, it's something that w- really I think really do- obviously does promote it because there now there's an icon for it. You know mm-hmm. when when we're you know when we're uh, on that particular day. So we as far as uh, us in Texas, especially in Northeast Texas. Uh, we see that day coming up and then we have to try to make a plan because we're going to have to drive. Now it's every, right. every time we drive further and further. Uh-huh. Uh, so we're driving an uh, you know, hour and a half to two hours now to get to an earth cache, which is unfortunate. So, so Gary, why don't you, why don't you host an event? Mm-hmm. That's all about how to create an earth cache and now take everything that you learned on the podcast okay. and, and uh, encourage all the local mm-hmm. cashers to go out and try and create earth caches and to do it before October. Exactly. That would be, uh, yeah, that's a good idea. That's clever. Very clever of you, Lane Monkey, to, because then I don't have to do all the, I don't have to do all the heavy lifting. Maybe somebody else can do some of that. There you go. Get an earth cache yeah. out there. Well, you know, the, the, you were talking and you were showing about that, that, that uh, building, you know, that got me thinking maybe, is it too cheesy to do like the courthouse building that has rock and, I mean, I think it's a cool idea. It's something I've never seen one like that before. So I don't think there's any like that up here. We need to check. If I found Mm -hmm. a building that was cool enough, I would definitely do one, but I haven't come across one yet, but (laughs) maybe someday. There is one downtown Dallas uh, that we did the other, the other day. Um, We had done that earth cache already, but the the guys are with us. I stopped there purposefully for them to gather the information so they could submit uh, a find of that earth cache. But it's, uh, it has to do with the, it's a very, it's a red granite and there's some other um, specific uh, types of uh, rock that they have different types that are used in this big, big uh, building in the downtown area. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's something maybe people could think about for their own submission is to, to you know, if they're in an area that maybe, you know, a, a building may, may suffice as a good uh, lesson because you want to learn a lesson. You don't want them to just mm-hmm. throw an earth cache out there. And I don't think they're going to let you, <laughs> right? Right. They're not going to let you just chunk one out there. It's like, hey, here's a, we want an earth cache here. Well, why is it that you're teaching mm-hmm. in this? And there may be a lesson there. I mean, always possible. And now that you said that, I just thought of a creative one near me uh, since I guess it has to do with the glaciers and stuff, but there's a lot of wineries around here. So someone made an earth cache dealing with how the land and soil and stuff is good for, mm-hmm. you know, the grapes growing and stuff like that. That was something. So maybe just something, mm-hmm. you know, think of stuff that grows well in your particular area or something like that. That might help you spark an idea. Mm-hmm. There you go. And you add it. It's not a requirement for fulfilling this cache, but we encourage you to drink some wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. exactly. Um, okay. Um, 
Anything else about Earth Caches that um, that you guys would like to to mention tonight? Well, Gary, you're going to put uh, all the links that we had in the show yes. notes because right? I think all... we we made references to a lot of really great sources. We did for people to learn more about how to create and place an Earth Cache and and how to appease the reviewers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they will be. Uh, yeah, that's a, this is really is a good week for show note. Uh, they're on the website on geocachetalk.com and there's a page for show notes that I will uh, always, I always update it. So please take the time when you, when you want some information uh, and I faithfully uh, put that out there so people can uh, reference when they hear the show and they go, Oh yeah, uh, he mentioned there's, you guys did a great job this week. Mm-hmm. You, you two are the best. Uh, Thanks. Well, all Thanks. the credit goes to Sydney. She's the one who really got in there and got the show notes going. I looked at the show notes and went, what on earth can I possibly add here? But, uh, you know, I made some stuff up and threw it in there. <laughs> Worked out great. Um, uh-huh. So where can people uh, contact you if they would like more? Of, are you willing to talk more about Earth Caches if people contact you? Number one. And number two is where would they contact you if they so choose to contact you about Earth Caches? Um, well, for me, I'm on Twitter. It's a little different. Shermanator GC, not Shermanator 18. That was already taken. Um, I also have a Facebook page. I put the link in the show notes. Mm-hmm. It's also Shermanator GC. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have a, a blog, which I update occasionally. <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, shermanator18.wordpress.com and I'm shermanator18 on the geocaching website. You can message or email me there if you have more questions. Excellent. Uh, Jay. So, uh, like Cindy, um, I've gone with the GC on the end, um, because she did it and everybody, you know, wants to be cool, has to do what she does. Right. <laughs> So there you go. You better, (laughs) uh, no, but on Twitter and Instagram, uh, we'd love for folks to follow us there. We're always sharing fun, neat stuff, especially uh, photos of where we're going hiking. Um, so that's at land monkey GC. And, uh, you know, every Thursday night, as we mentioned earlier, you can catch on the caching in the Northwest podcast as one of the regular, uh, hosts. Trying, trying to think. I was trying to think of something. <laughs> That's a great small. show, by the way. I love. I Never love your show. <laughs> it, it's you. a. Li- it's a little light. What's funny is, is that uh, now with the uh, the way that um, uh, we can do the chat rooms are a little different. Uh, we people talk to each other, and so uh, it's. Uh, I think really good. Uh, you have a very lively bunch on Caching the Northwest, <laughs> which is great. We uh, do. We have three three lively hosts and a lot of lively. We do. Time. Yes, and what's funny is, is that once in a while I'll mention the fact that it's, I'll say Happy Friday, because for me, the show tends to be, or at least the after show, the after show, uh, it tends to go, it can some days go past midnight here, uh, 10 o'clock your time out in the Pacific, the great Pacific Northwest, so there you um, go. it is late at night, but uh, a lot of times I'm up uh, to watch the show, so yeah. catch. So if folks want to check that out, it's cachingnw.com. That's where we're at. Um, uh, Sydney graciously mentioned my blog and our uh, YouTube videos earlier in the the podcast tonight. So if you search Land Monkey, L-A-N-M-O-N-K-E-Y on YouTube, you will definitely come up with our, um, I think we're 
I don't know. We got lots of videos on that you channel. You do, and you got the Deer Geocaching guy, which I love. <laughs> and yes, I I am I am AKA Deer Geocaching guy, and there'll probably be some more of that coming out. Um, love that guy. Later this spring. That is awesome. <laughs> yes, landmonkey.blogspot.ca. That's our blog. Um, CA for awesome. Canada. Is CA that really? Is that a valid? Well, okay, good. Yes, that's a valid TLD and um, also .com. .com or .ca works for that one. But I like to just promote it as .ca because sure. um, just a, awesome. a little a little, uh, little thing here. This coming week, we've got two new features coming out on the Land Monkey channels on the, the blog. Mm -hmm. We've got um, Geocaching Geek of the Week. This is the first time what? anybody's going to hear about it. Excellent. So that, that starts on Monday. You heard it for you heard it here first. You heard it here first. Not on caching and geocache talk. That's okay. Because I had Mrs. Land. I know. I had Mrs. Landmonkey on my show, and she had never been on Caching and W, but she was on my show first. So yes. There you go. Another first for Gary. That's right. Um and I've got a new series of videos that are gonna come out starting on Tuesday, January twenty fourth. Awesome. And it, it, uh, on YouTube, it's your, at Land Monkey. So you got it. Yep. People definitely subscribe uh, to that. Really, subscriptions, I mean, I, I subscribe to it because, uh, you know, it's good to know because everybody does it a little different. Joshua has sort of a regular schedule, uh, but it's nice to be subscribed because you should get, you'll get notified. And I mm -hmm. suggest not only subscribing, but doing that, clicking on it and doing the, you know, please notify me kind of thing. Mm -hmm. so. There you go. Thank you. Excellent. Yes. Um, so coming soon to the show, as I mentioned earlier uh, on, uh, I'm you know uh, excited about every one of my shows. Uh, but next week will be kind of different because uh, I'm going to have on the uh, actor from the movie Treasure, Ansley Gordon. Uh, so that'd be a unique uh, show. So please be sure and uh, see that. Um, and please please uh, um, promote the show and, and give it. Give it whatever love you feel you want to give it. Um, take my trust me. Uh, it is a it is a good movie. It treats geocaching well, and the reason I say that is because there have been other movies. Splinterheads was one of them that did okay, but the movie wasn't that great. Um, this is a good quality movie that also uh, integrates geocaching in to the actual show, so it's not a side thing. It really is. Uh, integral into the movie. I think everybody will appreciate. Uh, if you go to treasurethemovie.com, uh, he has a little uh, snippet where they find the this, this actual geocoin uh, in the movie. And uh, as I mentioned, um, you can either buy this coin or you may be able to win it next week. But the cool thing about this is that uh, Chris is keeping track of the GC, the 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 tracking number on this. So, Sydney, you said you bought one. Mm -hmm. And everybody who um, buys it will get to see the movie uh, before everybody else, before it hits the theater. So Awesome. Uh, yeah, so you're on, the, you, you're, you're on there, Sydney, to get to see it uh, early. Um, so uh, the week after that, uh, I'm going to be having on uh, So Dak Zach. Zach Fix is going to be on the show. Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, we're going to do the show a little bit early before the Super Bowl, but... Uh, Zach is sort of a newer, I, I kind of liked having him on because he's a 20 something, uh, fairly new geocacher. So I thought it'd be an interesting, uh, take on geocaching 
different perspective. I try to, you know, obviously have people uh, of different, uh, you know, I, I try to make sure and run the gamut of people to give uh, uh, a real rich flavor of why geocaching is so wonderful because people of, you know, different parts of the world or men, mm -hmm. women, different ages. So I, I really try to do that uh, to let people know that it's not just, you know, one, you know, not, not, not a stereotype uh, type thing. So um, the week after that, uh, I'm going to have peanuts or pretzels back on the show. Josh and Liz Wilson will be on. Uh, on uh, February 12th uh, for show number 36. So again, well, Sydney and Jay, thank you so much for being thank on you. tonight. Thank you, Gary. You bet. I uh, I appreciate you guys being on and talking about this because uh, I find it fascinating and uh, I got to work on it. I'm going to go out and work on trying to get a quality earth crash uh, created. So I want everybody out there to do the same is to mm -hmm. uh, go find one, uh, do some, do like Jay does and kind of get them all uh, get some ideas started, uh, percolating, and then uh, maybe you can uh, get one submitted, and uh, we we'll all be able to to uh, benefit from that. So, uh, email me your comments at geocachetalk at gmail dot com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at geocachetalk and Facebook at facebook dot com slash geocachetalk. Show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play as well as the Geocache Talk website. So don't forget to click the submit, subscribe, submit button, the subscribe button below so that you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis. And until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Do what these two do, and that is go geocaching. So good night, everybody. Good night. Hey.